Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The Pulse of Portland, a public affairs program of KKPZ with Paul Van Sickle. Thank you for listening to KKPZ 1330 The Truth. I'm Operations Manager Paul Van Sickle, and one of my favorite events that we get to go to and be a part of as a station every year is Mission Connection, and it is full of just that connections, and it's as a, as a believer with a heart for people to hear the gospel, it is one of the most overwhelming in a good way places to be when you see organizations and meet people with a passion for the same thing and God has directed their lives uh, into different locations, into different people groups, but all with the same passion to bring people to Christ and serve others in the way that that God has called them to do. And two of the people that I met at Mission Connection this year are here in the room with me, uh, Oscar and Amy Serrano. They are the national directors of Worldwide Heart to Heart, and they are based here uh, in the States, here in the Portland area, and they spend a lot of their time down in Honduras, and that's where the ministry is at. But I love the fact that we have these organizations that have that global reach that are based right here at home in Portland, and Oscar and Amy are here here just for a little bit longer before they go back down to their mission field, and I was glad we were able to set up time to be able to talk to them while they're here to find out more about their ministry, what God's doing down there in Honduras, and how we back here in the States can support them and and support the work that's going on. So, Oscar and Amy, thank you so much for, for taking time to join us. Thank you for having us. Thank you, Paul. It's an honor for us to be here. Yeah, and it was great to connect with you at Mission Connection, and had you guys been to Mission Connection before? No, in fact, we had never even heard of it. Um, I think two days before the event, um, I was driving around Portland and had the radio on and heard the announcement yeah. for it. And uh, so that's how we knew and, and ended up signing up to go. Yeah, and what did you, just overall that experience with being at home and uh, being able to connect with that many people, what was that like for you? That was exciting. It uh, was fantastic. You know, the whole experience to meet other ministries and, and talk to many directors of those ministries that uh, or people that were representing those ministries in uh, in the building where we uh, where Mission Connection had the event. That was exciting to hear the message, the worship. You know, sometimes you are in the mission field and, and sometimes you want to be filled, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, that it was a good time for us to... Um, uh, be refreshed. Yeah, good. Well, I'm glad that you were able to to do that, and we were able to make that connection. And, and as you're back here, um, you know, I wouldn't. I don't know. They still use the term on furlough. I don't know. I remember that term for a lot. But really, you guys are here still working, but in a different capacity and spreading right. the word and uh, thanking churches for supporting and getting the word out about what you do. So tell us a little bit more about what it is that you do, about Worldwide Heart to Heart, and how it all started for you guys and how long have you been involved? Um, okay. So um, um, Oster is from Honduras. And uh, we met on a missionary ship 
down in, in Texas. And uh, we got married and uh, met some friends that live in Castle Rock, Washington, mm-hmm. but I guess an hour north of here, and um, ended up moving up here to help them uh, start their business. And... Um, um, ended up going to a small church in Castle Rock, Washington. And um, I don't know if anybody remembers um, 1998, Hurricane Mitch, mm-hmm. which was a Category 5 hurricane, hit uh, Honduras. Mm-hmm. And so our church began to ask what they could do to help. And um, and so donations started coming in, and more people got involved, knowing that there was a connection to Honduras. And what started out as a couple of boxes for <laughs> Uh, people in Oscar's church turned into what was practically a 40-foot container. Wow. And uh, so that was all gathered and put together. And um, and so our pastors at the time told us, well, you know, you guys should go down there. And um, so we did uh, to receive the container. Got down there um, to find that uh, the dock uh, master said, please don't send your container. There mm. was 800 containers on the dock, and there was no the, all the infrastructure was gone. The roads, the bridges, everything had been blown out. There was no way to get it out of there. So he said, if you really want to help, just take one of the containers that's already here that has no consignee on this end, and it's basically the, the same things that you had, and get it out of here and get it to the people that mm. need it. So we called the states and said, don't, don't send it. Save the money. Send it down here. We bought a very used, beat-up pickup truck and just got one of those containers and just started taking it up into the mountains. And uh, in doing so, we um, got to know uh, uh, a boy's orphanage that was there and and, uh, ended up starting to help them. The situation there, Amy, sorry, was really uh, frustrated for the kids because they were being taken care of by this organization that from Honduras, but at the time uh, after the hurricane, uh, they left them. So the kids were wow. alone there, and they were fishing on the river. And you know they were fishing one and a half inch uh, fish. <laughs> I mean, really small. Yeah. And they were eating that and eating coconuts and and whatever they can find. Find you know. So it was really extreme the situation they were living in. So when we came. Uh, by their orphanage and gave them donations, we knew that we were to help them. Wow, that I mean, that's incredible. Um, of again, that's God, yeah, <laughs> you know, sure. working, Absolutely. and that's uh, yeah. that, that's yeah, the yeah. obvious thing there. Um, and and yeah, that 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 is an amazing situation that um, you know you wouldn't think of would happen that right. how could how could you know a, a government sponsored you know thing just be abandoned and the kids left but in, in right. that kind of disaster situation right. i'm sure lot, lots of things happen so yeah. so after you get there and you know you're going to stay well, what happened next well so we started helping that existing um uh children's home and um and 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 just through a series of events that place ended up shutting down mm-hmm. Um, just poor management uh, uh, from the organization that was running it. That in- organization ended up shutting down, and we just kind of figured, well, that's all God has called us to do here mm. in, in Honduras. But on one trip, when Oscar was down there with our president, uh, Mary Frenter, um, they uh, were introduced to the mayor of Puerto Cortez, which is a town we live in, who oh. introduced them to the mayor of Amoa, mm-hmm. 
which is the town where the, the children's village oh. is at. And uh, he said, well, you know, I, I know a man who is a very uh, generous Christian man that loves to give to charity. You should just meet him, you know. So um, Oscar and Mary uh, drove out the next day to go meet him, and he sat down next to Oscar, uh, and he's a Danny, Danny DeVito lookalike, right? Comes <laughs> okay. in, his, yeah. in, his, in his, you know, thigh-high, uh, you know, rubber boots. And he's the owner of the GE franchise in Honduras. Wow. And so he comes and sits down next to Oscar, and he said, I had a dream last night. God told me I was to help you. So um, I'm going to take you out to see a piece of property that I have. If you wanted it, it's yours. If not, no worries. And so he took us out to see the eight-acre piece of property that now is home to 100 children. Wow. It, it's amazing when we're open to the Spirit, when we're open to God's call and can really say, God, I'm I'm here. Right? <laughs> you can yeah. use me. And it's amazing how uh, the plans that we think God is sending us down for <laughs> get changed yeah, right. when we're open to that. When yeah, we, yeah. Again, you could have guys could have when it said don't send it we're like oh no we can't send it okay right well yeah. we'll we'll figure out something else but instead you're still engaged in and we're open to that yeah. and um wow that's incredible so so you, you get this eight acre piece of land yeah that's now children's village that's... It, it was completely grown over at the time yeah and more amazing of that um other than that was that when we came back to the states in one Sunday school, we raise uh, uh, sponsors money for all the 35 kids that we got and, in the first uh, uh, orphanage that we mm -hmm. were helping. So that was amazing. Mm -hmm. And then after we got the land donated to us, uh, the response from churches were it was amazing. You know, uh, we were start sending uh, construction uh, groups. And we start building in 2001. Hmm. So just uh, three years from okay. three yeah. years uh, that all this really started yeah, un it's unraveling. Snowballed. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And at that at that point when when that came in, what was that an was that an overwhelming snowball at that point for you guys, or had you been in it so much that you know you kind of was it a, enough of a natural progression that you knew where that was going, or was it still kind of overwhelming? No, that's what was happening. No, because uh, and since 1998 we started going to Honduras and mm -hmm. we didn't stop at all. I mean, we we brought in one time 2001 we brought uh, 50 uh, U.S. Uh, citizens from u.s of mm -hmm. course to, to honduras and we had a medical group we had a uh, um, uh, crusade group mm -hmm. we had a construction group so it was amazing you know all these people coming down so we were gaining experience according uh, the work we were doing down there in honduras so at that time when we got the land and we started building it was exciting mm -hmm. you know uh, for us the vision was clear what got intend to do in mm -hmm. Honduras mm -hmm. with the kids. That's yeah. awesome. So so what does that look like today? Let's get forward ahead today. a few years. What is it that the Worldwide Heart to Heart Children's Village is is looking like down there in Honduras? Okay, so what we currently uh, have running is, is, as I said, we have custody of 98 children. And um, those are actually, they're housed between uh, seven different houses. So um, we have our eight-acre piece of property, 
where the children live out in a town called, uh, it's a little village called Tegucigalpita. Mm -hmm. And um, it's got uh, all the children that uh, come to us from age uh, zero to 15. And we have legal custody through the court system Mm -hmm. of all the children that we have. Um, They come to us, um, Honduras is um, the poorest country in the Western Hemisphere next to Haiti. And it also has the unfortunate title of being the most violent country in the world. More people died, uh, more civilian deaths uh, due to violence than in Iraq in 2007 at the height of the insurgency. And this is all due to the fact that um, that there's so much gang warfare mm. um, uh, going on down there. And so, uh, so all of this uh, compounds the fact that you know, in a situation of poverty, in a situation of instability, uh, economic instability, and government instability, uh, usually the biggest victims are the most vulnerable, mm-hmm. and those are the children. And they really don't have any structure to take care of them. If these children are born into the unfortunate situation of having parents that either can't or won't care for them, they are on their own. And it's really private institutions like us that that take care of them. So in addition to the children's homes, um, we have uh, the property up to Gusigalpita that has um, uh, our children that are uh, age 0 to 15. Then at 15, they move into, we have two teen discipleship program houses where once they turn 15, they move in. And uh, Oscar and I actually run the teen girl discipleship house. And then there's two teen boy discipleship houses where... They're brought in, they really get a lot of career counseling. They learn how to drive, which is very mm. interesting, and, and <laughs> open a, right? And like open a bank account mm-hmm. and just learn how to make that transition into adulthood. And they're just kind of given guidance as far as what are they going to do for the Lord, mm. you know, and kind of help them um, with those steps into adulthood. Um, we also have a school <laughs> uh, where all of our kids go, it's got uh, 250 students and we also have a medical clinic that serves our kids first and then it also serves the community and is free to the poor in a church in a church in a church yeah. there as well because our focus yes. is uh, you know jesus hmm. right yep we're talking about the the mission and ministry of worldwide heart to heart children's vision in honduras their website is h2hcv Dot org. You can also Google Worldwide Heart to Heart and it'll it'll pop up as well. But again, h2hcv.org. And I'm Paul Van Sickle, and, and this is the Pulse of Portland here on KKPZ 1330 The Truth. And we're talking with Oscar and Amy Serrano, who are the national directors of Worldwide Heart to Heart, uh, living most of their time in, in Puerto Cortez, Honduras. As they mentioned, the, their main ministry for them on the ground there is with the teen girls. And you said 98 children currently in your care and i've heard about this in some of the other countries too that with the private agencies that come in it's not that the kids are wards of the state and you're just you know facilitating a roof over their heads they're actually entrusted by the state to you um that's that's interesting i don't know to me that's a whole different interesting process that we won't get into details of but that's something that i think is um just even more profound Mm -hmm. you know is that these 
that that you truly are uh you know a family for mm-hmm. these kids and the kids are working right. you know together and living together and, and um you know going to the school together and the church together um tell us about some of the kids and the stories of those 98 um and how they how they got to you and some of the things that you've been able to do in working with them over the years we one thing i want to emph- emphasize is that you mentioned about the government right mm-hmm. uh how that orphanage was abandoned and the government wasn't doing anything. Uh, you know, Honduran government, you have to understand they're really corrupt. Mm. And uh, I don't think the kids are the priority that they have. And they do have an uh, agency that deals with kids, abandoned kids. Uh, in a time, they have them like in a warehouse, you know, mm. 500 kids with four people taking care of them. So it's really uh, bad, the situation where the kids are living or uh, uh, you know the government is not helping uh, at all, and they the only hope these kids have is uh, organization like like ours organization. So in Honduras we have kids that are really really extremely poor, and the kids that we have in our place ninety eight kids maybe ninety something percent of those kids have been abused somehow, mm. mostly sexual abuse and physical abuse and so that that's how they come to us i'll tell you a story about marlon uh marlon actually probably he's here in our, our uh, your station right now your program um he lives in portland right now okay he grew up with us when uh once we were in pizza hut my wife my kids and i uh, my kids were small and when we were coming out pizza hut we had this kid outside asking for money right and uh so we we went out and gave him food, and we asked him for his uh, his name, and he said, "My name is Marlon." And we asked him where he lived. He he said, I, "I'm living behind Pizza in the in garbage dump." Mm. And uh, so he was all full of infections around his mouth, his head, skinny, big belly, nine years old. And uh, so we, I asked him if he wanna come and live with us, and he said, "Yeah, I would love to do that." So he came with us that day. And uh, in the way home, he told me that he prayed to God that, mor- that, that morning, asking God, God, if you are real, please send somebody today to help me. Wow. So Marlon is 22 years old now. He, he graduated. Uh, he graduated the program, too. He married a girl from Portland. Her name is Sarah. And uh, in November, he moved uh, up here to Portland. So we have, every one of those kids have a, a uh, wonderful story and uh you know we're so glad that we uh are capable to help this 98 even though we we know and understand that there are 150,000 kids mm-hmm. in Honduras that are still in the same situation and so you know it's really hard for us and that's why we are up here in the, in the United States we're going from church to church fundraising trying to s- see how many more kids we can rescue right mm-hmm. in Honduras through the help of the churches and, and Christians so uh, we wish to help them all. Right now, we just opened a new program in a state close to Puerto Cortez. It's, it's called Santa Barbara. And um, we got to- 350 kids over there. Mm. They come in the day, you know, from 7 to 5 o'clock, and we help them with um, English and also uh, tech school and, of course, Bible classes. Mm. So it's amazing. You know, God is opening doors, and uh, praise God. 
Yeah, praise God. And it's great to hear the stories of just, again, how, how God's been interwoven through mm-hmm. all that, even down to the, the prayer of a young child being answered Cry. to know that this is um, this is what's supposed to be happening down there yeah. and that God, God is real and he is providing. And I think probably being with the 98 kids at once is overwhelming to see just to see what you're doing. But then again, to think of that larger yeah. number and, and right. what a burden that is right. and that always the, the desire to, to help one more and to help one more. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, we want to be able to, to do that, to help mm-hmm. you help one more. Um, what are some of the the ways you mentioned? You know, he met the girl from Portland, and I know you guys have taken people down and back. What are some of the things that we can do here to help support you in down there in Honduras? Um, okay, so first, obviously, prayer. Mm. Um, you know, and that is really, really just uh, crucial in this ministry because we know the Bible says that our battle is not against flesh and blood, right, but against principalities, powers, and rulers of darkness, and um, and we battle that all the time mm-hmm. um, on, on, on so many different levels. Um, you know, one thing that we have learned in our 16 years of working down in Honduras is the devil uh, hates children, mm-hmm. you know, because it's his way to destroy the next generation. And he hates what we're doing, and we can feel that. And so we need to be lifted up in prayer every day. Our children need to be lifted up in prayer because what they have to overcome is so tremendous you know and you hear the stories in the bible about the blind seeing and the deaf hearing and the lame walking the dead coming back to life you know that really is happening in honduras and and in the sense that you know god is 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 healing and restoring and doing all kinds of wonderful things but these children who by all means should just be completely crippled and unfunctioning aren't just functioning but they're thriving Mm, and so that's that's god you know that's god so prayer obviously. Um, you know, we can only uh, help as many children as we can provide for, right? Um, and so it really does come back to funding. People can help financially in a, in a couple of different ways. They can sponsor um, our children through child sponsorship or just donate to the ministry. Mm-hmm. Um, and another way to help is is we need boots on the ground. You know, we need teachers. And don't be scared by the, you know, <laughs> <laughs> but but you know I mean if God would call you to to go down there to help teach at the school um, if you feel a call into that just just uh, let us know so those are ways that you have and donating just don't we I mean you can't imagine how hard it is to keep a hundred children in shoes and underwear you know yeah. <laughs> it's quite a job yeah so you know uh, there's so many ways yeah. That's great. Let's talk a, about the sponsorship program a little bit, just because that's something that um, you know people can be familiar with on your on your website, which again is h2hcv.org. You have pictures of some of the kids that are yeah. up there, and so you know that you can get to know and, and sponsor. What does that What does that look like? Is that a monthly gift, and what all does that help to cover? Because again, you guys have ninety eight kids in your care, and we're trying to grow that. So yeah, what absolutely. is what is those sponsorships able to do? So um, a child sponsorship is. Um, uh, once you sponsor a child, you'll be sent a packet of information uh, about the child in the mail. And uh, within sponsorship, uh, sponsorship is usually between $35 and $50 um, a monthly. And uh, uh, what you could do is um, uh, uh, 
contact the ministry and let them know the child that, that you want to sponsor. And uh, they'll be, you'll begin getting letters and drawings and pictures from that child. Uh, you'll be able to begin a relationship with them. Um, and uh, um, it's just a very uh, wonderful way to uh, be part of what God is doing in here and part of that child's life. And I, cause I know our children personally, mm. they uh, just love their sponsors. Right. So much that we have a program in our ministry. Uh, every year we bring kids from our orphanage up here. Oh, like, wow. Yeah. Uh, maybe in between nine and 12 years. What did you say? Years old? No, uh, number oh, of kids. Number of children, yeah. Yeah, so every year we do that. This year, because we are not in Honduras, and we are the one that signed up the papers, you know, in Honduras mm-hmm. to get all the visa and the passports. Gotcha. So this year it's not going to happen because we are up here. But every year for the last four years, we've been doing it. And sponsors, uh, sponsor their, their kids, you know, they're sponsoring mm-hmm. And they bring them up here so the kids are able to spend the whole vacation time with them. And and they get a new uh, atmosphere, new. it's a new world for them. You know, yeah. they learn a lot of stuff, language and the culture and, and their minds open. And they when they go back to Honduras, they're dreaming about, you know, dreaming big. Wow. Yeah, that's incredible. I and mean, that's something definitely unique yeah. to what you guys are doing and be able to, to do that for the kids and right. give them a different kind of, ex- definitely different experience and experiencing the world outside of the little box that many never right. have an opportunity to do. One other thing that's great, again, about the fact that you guys are local is if there are mm-hmm. local churches that want to get involved in, in supply drives yeah, or absolutely. or talking about maybe taking a team down there, right. you guys have offices here yes. that can help facilitate yeah. you know that and and could be you know whatever drop off points and things like that mm-hmm. what's a good way for people to get a hold of you either through the website or here in town if if they one want to hear you speak maybe at their church right. here in the area before you guys go back down to Honduras uh, in May or uh, just to get a hold of the office if they if they have an idea and, and don't know where to go right. <laughs> with that idea yeah, sure. so they can do that. What's a good way to get yeah. a hold of you guys? So uh, they could even, they could call our main office and the number to uh, that office is 503-427-9700. And that and Kim Stevens runs our main office here. She's our office director in in, in our Clackamas office. And uh, you could also contact us directly, Amy and Oscar, at uh, 509-637-0117. Or you can write to the P.O. Box mm-hmm. um, of the uh, ministry. It's P.O. Box uh, 3275, Clackamas, Oregon, 97015. And again, that's uh, P.O. Box 3275 in Clackamas, 97015, the office number 503-427-0258. And once again, the website is h2hcv.org. Org, or if you just Google, uh, you know, worldwide heart to heart, you'll you'll find it in the in the Children's Village. So again, we have Oscar and Amy Serrano joining us today here in the studio. Um, and again, I'm so grateful to 
what you guys are doing down there. Just such an amazing thing to take care of these kids and for responding to God's call in your life and being open to what he has uh, for you and to be back now here in the States and letting people know we're glad we're able to, to help you spread the word a little bit and we'll be in prayer for you and the kids and the ministry and um, again, phone number to call if you want to be learn more get involved with what they're doing down there in Honduras the, the local office here for Worldwide Heart to Heart Children's Village 503-427-0258 find them online h2hcv Org. This has been the Pulse of Portland with Paul Van Sickle. Email comments, questions, and topic ideas to publicaffairs at kkpz.com. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.